I came from a low-income family that was that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GCE became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy, and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose. Oh, yeah. All right. What up, peeps? What welcome, up? Welcome to another episode of Daddy Issues via Zoom Life. Zoom. So people just bailed on Skype, huh? Pretty uh, much. I don't know. Because everybody's using know. Zoom. I don't know if you had these capabilities with Skype or that. Um, I don't know. I don't even remember. Yeah. Um, so I don't even know. Like, but definitely since we've been on this, it's been Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Yeah, I'm Zoom seeing everybody Zooming. Zoom City out here. Um, we still out here. We still in the house. We still in the house. Everybody. Goddamn house. And I'm still undefeated on boredom. Yeah, I'm not Have bored. Yeah, I haven't been bored in the slightest yet at all. It's it's way too many shows for me to be bored yet. I'd have to watch everything mm -hmm. and then play every game and then get a new family. Like so many things would have to go for me to be bored. Right. I, I was thinking this last night, though, because my Internet was trash. I was like, man, if this Internet go out, that's going to suck. Cause I was yeah. like, cause I was watching Ozark and like it kept stopping. I was like, come on, man! And then it would come in and like I was like, oh man, if I lose this internet, I might be having different uh, attitudes towards this uh, quarantine. <laughs> but uh, it's been fun though. Like me and me and the Baker boys been playing uh, Call of Duty tough uh, lately. We've been playing this game called Warzone. So. Basically, you get like uh, it's like a it's over a hundred people in a game at one time, and you in teams of threes, and so oh, okay. it's me, Saran, and Sincere on one team, and we just got to try to be the last team standing. Have y'all won and, yet? Nah, it's hard, man. Like we we've come in second place like two or three times, but it's tough. Yeah. And like, because um, a lot of it's like you start off pretty much butt naked, kind of. You got a parachute in, and you just got the little pistol. And then you got to get your armor and the good weapons, and then, and then the gas pushes you pushes everybody closer in, so you can't really hide on the outskirts yeah. of the map. Good, so push, force the force the yeah, it forces yeah. the battle. But for me personally, I do better when we post it up in, in like a room or somewhere. Cause if I'm running outside, there's too many ways they can get at me, and I'll just be confused. But if I can just post up in the bathroom and just wait, prime <laughs> real estate. But uh, it's been dope. So we've been we've been kicking it on that strong. Uh, they've been texting me, man. They've been like, "You okay? Oh, they you back in your life? They back in? I told. I, I don't know if I said that this on here or I was telling Kevin them. I was like, I have to come to where they are. Like I gotta come to what they're into, and so uh, they was they was into this because they told me about it. I was like, well, let me get in on it. And once I did that, oh, they've been texting me up like, hey, oh, dude, I'm back, man. I'm back, baby. <laughs> mm -hmm. There it is. I'm back in these streets. 
man. What y'all been up to? Man, Keelan's been uh, Keelan's been wearing a different outfit every day. Like I don't know if you saw the picture of him in the suit. <laughs> <laughs> He'll just go upstairs because we've just been letting him get himself dressed every day. Cause yeah. where he going, you know? Uh-huh. So he'll wake up. I'll be like, "Go get some clothes on." So the other day he came on with some black sweats, an all white blazer, no shirt. <laughs> and he was just like, <laughs> that's, that's what he's wearing. Yeah. And then today I was like, go get dressed. He didn't get dressed, stayed in his pajamas, but threw on a hat and some shades. And like that. I was like, what kind of outfits are these? And then yeah. the day before that, he left his pajama pants on, but then took the vest from his suit and put that on, but no shirt. So it was just a suit <laughs> vest, pajama pants. And that's what he's been wearing. He's just been rocking the most random outfits. And I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? Have you got a picture of every outfit? Yeah, we got a picture of everyone. Yeah. But everyone has been, we've been posting them on the kids' page uh, because we started a page for them, the Uh family and friends or whatever, on Instagram and Facebook. Because we don't, I don't like posting them like that, you know? Like during this quarantine, it's probably the most I've ever shown them, like ever, other than the actual podcast. Um, But we post all their stuff on that family page. Mm. But he just been, but every outfit has a, it's a reason behind it. Uh-huh. So like when he put the vest on, I was like, well, what are you doing? He's like, I'm Wolverine from X-Men. I don't know what the vest has to do with Wolverine, but he puts, he puts the vest on and that's his Wolverine thing. And then when he put the jacket on, the white jacket, I was like, who are you? And he was somebody else from something. I don't know if in the movie they had like an event to go to or whatever, but every mm-hmm. outfit, he put something on. So like when he puts on his shades, he's a cop. So that's his thing. So he wants to play cops and robbers right now. That's his thing. He's like, Dad, you're a bad guy. You got to put on a beanie. So he makes me put on my beanie and he chased me like I'm under arrest for whatever crime he made up. <laughs> and then he'll do that. And whoever's wearing the shades is the cop. That's funny. But Kendrick, we found out because the I was uh, I was arresting. Uh, no, sorry, Kendrick was a. I was arresting Kendrick, uh, Keelan. I was arresting Keelan and Kendrick came over and started beating me up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, he's just helping his brother. You know what I mean? And then, but when Keelan was the cop and arrested me, he started beating Keelan. Oh, and then we we played a couple more rounds and we find out whoever's the cop, that's yeah. who Kendrick beats on. Yeah. So he's all for the criminal. He ain't about, he, he ain't, he don't mess with the cops. He already. don't trust law enforcement. He don't man. trust cops already. So he beats the cops no matter who <laughs> it is. And he gets, and when we play, he won't be the cops. He'll only be. The criminal. Like he's like, he don't mess with, with cops. And Cotty was like, I think he's overcompensating because he's light skinned. So he's like really on his fight to power because he's the lightest one in the house. He gotta prove his blessing. The lightest person is always the <laughs> They're most always militant. The most militant always. always. So he he just come in. He'd be really mad. Like he'd be pissed. And yeah. I was like, We're playing, dude. He'd be like, No. Starts hitting us with sticks. Like I was like, calm down. He'd be worked up, breathing hard. I was like, calm down. Oh, man, that's funny, man. Who so pulled him over that? in his life? Like, what's no, going no. on? He is not messing with it. So that's how I've been getting my cardio in. Is running around up and downstairs while they chase me. Yeah, and then uh, we've been going on walks a lot more, like just walks around the neighborhood or whatever. Do some mm-hmm. so they can ride their little scooters and their bikes or whatever. Yeah, and just get that in. And then other than that, watching movies, uh, having little movie nights for them. Something we could actually also watch, like Jumanji stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That they watch. Kendrick don't care. Kendrick, when we had these movie nights, he playing with his toys. He's on. He don't give a damn. Keelan yeah. be all in. Keelan sit there and watch it, act out the parts, whatever. Yeah. Kendrick just don't care. Kendrick watched Sonic. 
he was still playing, but he still watched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he'll watch. He'll he'll dip in and out of the cartoon joints. He'll he'll watch them. Keelan be all in though. Yeah, he'll sit down. He be in it. If we like Kendrick, be talking. You know, during the movie, Arcadi says something, and then Keelan was like, "Mom, keep it down. We're watching the movie." <laughs> and like that's it. so every time somebody say something like I don't care if we call he'd be like hey we're watching the movie dang man like, I respect him like, hey, hey man. man yeah he'd be on it so uh, he'd be funny man he'd just be making us laugh every day these are the memories too these are the memories for him like when he gets older he'd be yeah. like yeah I mean, me and my parents we used to watch movies and blah 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 this movie well, reminds me of such and such. Yeah. And now he's into his uh, his clicks too. Like sometimes, you know, he don't want everybody involved. Mm. So he'd be like, let's let's take a walk. But just just you and me, Dad. Like, oh, no, okay. no mommy, no, no Kendrick. <laughs> and then sometimes he want everybody. And then sometimes he just wants me and Cotty don't want Kendrick. And then sometimes yeah. he's just like, me and Kendrick, and y'all stay out. Like he has his different moods, who he wanna spend time with or whatever. He'll never and click then, up with Cotty? Yeah, yeah, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he be wanting to hang out with me. And then uh, he he gets mad at Kendrick for not doing what he wants when they playing. You know, he the oldest. Mm-hmm. So he be trying to boss Kendrick around a little bit. And Kendrick sometimes want to do his own thing. He be like, Kendrick, yeah. you're not listening! <laughs> be like, he doesn't have to listen, right? He doesn't have to listen to you. You're playing a game. Like, he, right. But dad, he's not listening. He's not doing it right. And I'm like, well, you know, he's got Thanos on the side with the Avengers. Thanos is supposed to be on the other side. He's a bad guy, dad. He's a bad guy. <laughs> I'd be like, all right. He don't like the Marvel and DC characters mixed. Like if, Keely, if Kendrick grabs Superman, he'd be like, this is Avengers Assemble. This is not Superman. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it, man. You can't cross-contaminate the Marvel in DC. You can't. It's weird. You can't do that. But he don't be... I respect it. (laughs) It's been a good time for me, though. I'm definitely starting to feel that uh, I want to get on stage. Mm. I definitely want to get on stage. I'm not missing like that, but like I would like to just hit a stage real quick. Get it out a little bit and then come back. Man, I'm missing the stage big time. Like, I'm Because the two things I love have been taken from me. The movie theater and the stage. Yeah. They have both been snatched off the table. Like, snack! And I'm like, ah. I was telling Sabrina that last night. I was like, because I don't know what it is about me. I feel like I got, like, a curse or something. But, like, anything that I'm into gets taken. Like, if I if I like a certain product from the store and I go to the store specifically yeah. for that, we're out. We don't sell it no more. I finally found that burrito I liked at Veggie Grill. We stopped selling it. And I was just like, this happens to me all the time. And it, so it was like, I was like, all right, Tony loves the stage and movies. How can we take it from this nigga? And Corona. Like, it was, Corona, here we go. Take it. Because you know those are going to be hard to take. So they was like, we yeah. got to do something big for this. And so I'm just like, oh, man, I can't have shit. Yeah, I, w- I want to get on stage. Because I'm, I'm, I've been fighting not putting material out online. Mm. So I'm I, trying to just do stupid videos and stuff. Yeah. Because I got stuff I really want to talk about. But I'm like, I'm not doing this on the mm-hmm. Nah. I'm not even I need to, to get it that. out. No, yeah. but I need to get it out, so I need the stage. But you know, ain't no, ain't no stage. But shoot, the so longer we in here, I'm gonna be doing a full set 
on social media. I see a lot of people already breaking. They're like, y'all do them online shows? I was like, no, I'm not there yet. Yeah. I'm not there to need to do an online show, but I need a I need an outlet. Mm-hmm. I, I missed the stage. I missed the stage immediately. I was like, man, yeah. bro. Not necessarily the, the travel out of town, but just hitting like the local stage. Yeah, uh, all my shows for April was local. Man. And so they was I was about to be at that ice house heavy all mm-hmm. month. And uh, just working on stuff. And uh, that ain't happening. Man, I'm definitely missing Tony Bacon, friends, because that was my that yeah. was my favorite set to do. Because it was like, that was all my newer stuff. And so, ah! Anyway, Maya, what's going on? Well, the quarantine is over in a lot of parts of China, including Wuhan province. Mm-hmm. And the divorce rate has spiked. <laughs> I saw that coming. Not surprised. Not at all. They were quarantined for about two months, and that might be where we're at. Uh, what advice would you have for couples getting on each other's nerves right now? I don't know. They shouldn't have got together, I guess. Uh, people, A lot of people in relationships didn't know they didn't know their spouse or didn't know mm-hmm. themselves or didn't. You know, they always so busy and on the run. Mm-hmm. They, didn't, they wasn't hanging out before. Now they forced to hang out. They don't know what to do. Yeah, you they, they never, those fools, yeah, fools. they never dated each other like that, or they forgot how to date each other. They got so caught up in their routines, and now that routine's off, they messed up. Mm-hmm. I was like, I saw that coming. A lot of people don't like their family. Even there's a lot of people get re getting to know their kids, right? They didn't even know their kids like that, and now they re getting to know that they finding out stuff. They they hang they actually hanging out with their family, and I, I'm finding a lot of people didn't like their family. Like, I'm having a good time because I like my family. Mm-hmm. I know them. We hang out. I mess with them. A lot of people was like, I didn't. My job was my escape. School was their escape, whatever. And now they forced to hang out. And they're like, I'm not, I'm not feeling this. And you can see it. Like, I can see people that be like, man, if they had to hang out all the time, it'd be disastrous. Yep. People, people, a lot of people need that space from one another. And then once you, once you cooped up, cooped up for months, oh, man. If, if it's already on the line, it's going to be bad. So yeah. I'm not surprised. It's going to happen here, probably. It's going to happen here. Oh, absolutely. It's a lot of people. I've been taking your shit. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Like, that, that's... They was, they was mad. They was got to, they got to bury themselves and they work or whatever else, and that's gone now. And they mm-hmm. actually got to be with each other, and they can't do it. Yeah. Like, I don't think there is any advice for it. I think it was trash before that. It was already. It was already I done. No advice. I got yeah. no advice, man. Because because now it's like I kind of, I kind of prefer it because it puts all the cards on the table now. Because yeah. you you consolidated, you confined. You you might not have that side piece outlet to to lessen your stress <laughs> now. So now you coming back to the table like, oh man, you know, and, and so it it might be necessary. It might be necessary. It's well, like a, a cleansing agent. Maybe. We're only 10 days in. What about day 40? I, I, like I said, like I said, yeah. it's going to be it's gonna be the same here, if not worse. Because you know America's already divorce central. Yeah. So the, only re- the only thing that might keep the divorce rate down is that people ain't been working and need that other half of the rent. Oh, need that yeah. other half of the mortgage. They're gonna be like, I want to leave your ass, mm-hmm. but I can't afford it. So uh, how about I just sleep downstairs? 
Because so many people stay together for financial reasons. Yep. They can't swing it alone. So Mm -hmm. that might keep it down. But as far as getting on each other's nerves, there's people at each other's throats right now. Mm -hmm. Right now. They done. We having a great time. I haven't even noticed a difference other than we've been hanging out more. Like we've actually been catching up on time. Like we like movie night. Let's do this. Because we haven't had a chance to do that. Kids got to bed early. You know, I'll be gone on the weekends. So we like movie nights. We baking stuff, cooking stuff. I'm like, yeah, let's family bonding. Let's do this. And then everybody take their little breaks. Like when the kids take a nap, I'll go upstairs, watch my show. She go downstairs and write. Kids be asleep. When they playing with their little toys sometimes in the room, they don't want us around. We'll watch our shows. Like we, everybody takes their little breaks. Then we do stuff as a family. Then they take their breaks, do their solo thing. It's fine. But again, we don't we don't hate each other, so yeah, that's helpful. <laughs> we actually enjoy each other's company. The domestic violence has gone up too. I oh. believe that too. I oh, believe snap. that. Uh, now that that I'm like, damn, you know, because I'm you a firm go? believer in you know keep your hands to yourself. But man, and then it's it's like you know you got the domestic violence. And then, you know, the cops ain't really trying to arrest people. They're trying to keep the, the jails empty. Yeah. So now it's like, well, we can't arrest them because we we trying to keep the jails, you know, sanitary over here. So now it's they like, questions. Well, what did you do to say? What did you say? Right. They they well, really digging deep now. did he hit you? Right. Have I think you, you can take a couple before. slaps. Come on now. That wasn't Come what on, he did. It was open hand. Now you just whining. Don't yeah. be calling us for this. Please don't. <laughs> What did you say first? Well, you shouldn't have talked about his mom. I might have hit you too. She got small hands, man. Take that hit. <laughs> yeah, man. But that that's really a thing in, in China? The domestic violence went up? The domestic violence went up during the quarantine, and now the divorce has gone up. But we don't know. The birth rate will go might go up in nine months. We have to wait and see. Oh, you know smashing is taking place. Man, we, uh, we like machines. <laughs> Where you going to go? Smashing is taking place. Where are you gonna go? What you gonna do? <laughs> and you, it ain't like like some people like, especially when it comes to couples. A lot of people don't smash because of you know bedtimes or whatever. Or, you know, I gotta get up early. I'm tired or whatever. But you, when you ain't got nothing to do, and you start paying attention again, oh hello, <laughs> pow, 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 pow. Ain't no schedule to keep. Ain't no schedule. Ain't no ain't no excuses. Ain't no tired. I gotta do. You ain't got nothing to do. Hop mm-hmm. on. Get in there. People are smashing. They smashing right now as we speak. For sure. There's a lot of people who ain't had sex in the afternoon in forever. <laughs> they like, yeah, right? We can do this now with the Broad day? Noon? Yes! These I wanna see what pumps. I'm getting it to. <laughs> They can see one another now. Yeah. Because the day smash is different from a night smash. Mm-hmm. Being able to see is different. Sometimes I it's feel, good, sometimes it's bad. I feel like I smash mostly in the day. I just, whenever whenever the pickings is good, I'm in there. <laughs> I don't have a preference. Where are the kids? I don't have a preference either. I'm just like, it's usually in the day for some reason. Broad day. Broad day. Keon, what do you do with the kids when you and your wife are smashing? They sleep. It's nap time smash? 
nap time or night time when they sleeping. Cause they take they still take naps, so they be sleep during the day, and they say they take nap naps, so they sleep for like an hour or two, and then at night you know they sleep through the night. So we got we got ample time. We pick and choose. We ain't got to go hide in the room. Sometimes it's right right here in the kitchen. Let's do it. Let's they sleep. <laughs> Who cares? Knock everything over. <laughs> I've never been that person. I've always wanted to do that. Like the whole, like you see in the movies, the knock over. But I'd be like, who's going to clean this shit up? Right. It's just too much. It's <laughs> too much. And then they be breaking stuff. I can't. I'm too cheap to just break stuff. Man, breaking the furniture. You the stuff. And then they be ripping, ripping each other's shirts oh, over. Yeah. Like, oh, I needed those buttons. Yeah. Like, you know. I'm not, can you sew? If you can't sew, I can't be ripping your buttons if, off. If it's a good shirt and you just rip my buttons off. Nah. I might get soft in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, man, that's my favorite shirt. Yeah. I think I might start purposely wearing like clothes I'm about to donate to Goodwill. Yeah. Put those on before the smash so we can do the rip off. You can do the whole Hogan. You can do the whole Hogan all I think I'm gonna start getting I'm I'm gonna start getting dressed up for the smash. So we can rip the clothes off. All these withered old clothes. That's my new thing. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna put on some old ones like, nah, just rip it off. Mm, Put on something old as hell. Cause I can't do it with the new stuff. Maybe I'll even set up like prop furniture that I don't care about. Yeah, we about to get rid of this vase anyway. (laughs) I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start setting the scene because I want to do that so bad. Mm -hmm. But I'm too frugal and too clean to be doing them scenes. (laughs) They got a whole set that's picking that up. I I I can't do that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Then they had to reset after the scene. All right, we're gonna do another take, and then they come back. Here's the vase. You come in. Having to redo a sex scene has to suck, right? Especially if it's complicated. Oh, man, dog. Clean all that up. Everybody, man, people... I don't know if a lot of people have been on set before, but the actors obviously are the stars of any film, show, whatever. Mm -hmm. But they do the least amount of work. Oh, absolutely. By far. Easily, man. I always marvel at, like, when I'm on set and I look at how many people it takes... To set it all up, I just be looking. I'll be looking at all the cargo shorts and pants, and people be walking <laughs> through and measuring. And I'll be like, man, so many, so much equipment on that. They got the Batman utility belt. It be equipment uh, everywhere. People stepping. Can you not step right here? The rope. We got to step. So many ropes. There's so yes. many cords. Step over the cord, please. Can you guys scoot over here? Can you? So many job out? assignments. So many. You got to do this. You in charge of that. This, this, this. You be like, man, dog. And the actors is chilling until they come in and say they little line, do they little part, and then they chilling again. And that's like, I'll be thinking about that all the time. Like when I watch anything, I'll be thinking about behind the camera. And I'll be like, man, like how many takes was it? How many people was behind the camera? This, that, and the third. I'm just like, man. That movie magic for me is gone a little bit from when I was a kid, but I still I got a whole new respect for those credits when they rolling and you see yeah. random names. I'm Bro, like, man, I read credits. I used to never read all the credits. Mm. Now I be reading the credits like who did what because all these people did so much work to make this they project work. Busting their ass. And I, I marvel now, like watching Ozark, I'd be like, how do you write this? Like, yeah. I just marvel at writing. Like, yeah. man, to, to write all of this, incredible. I think about that all the time. Like, where'd you come up with this storyline? Like, where did right. you come And how did you make the twist to go here? And how did, mm-hmm. like, how did you know you wanted to do this? You know, because we're reacting in real life to just life happening. But you right. wrote out a life. Like, you wrote mm-hmm. out 
a scenario. And I'm like, how do you, how did you do this? So yeah, I'm looking at different stuff now. I look at all kinds of different stuff. Just being like, this is dope, man. Like right. stuff I didn't have appreciation for, I have appreciation for now. Mm-hmm. What okay. What else is shaking, man? Well, a lot of people broke up before quarantine, and now they have to co-parent and share custody of their children. So for people who have to split custody, like down the middle, how do you think they should go about it during a quarantine? It's probably best for Tony to answer that one. Um, it really just, like, for for me, I kind of feel better, like, staying kind of separate just in case. Because I've been exposed to different people than they have. And so since we don't live together now, I think it's better that we stay, you know, separate. Because I'm sure I've been more exposed than they have considering what I do for a living, all the traveling I've been doing, all the, you know, meet and greets and all of this. And so, you know, I'd rather be, yeah, y'all stay over there, I'll be over here. And then at the same time, you know, um, their mom is a nurse. So, you know, she's had different exposure levels too, probably. So it's just like, you know, it might be better that we, you know, separate on it. But, you know, coming from, a couple that split up within the quarantine. I feel like I, I feel like it's too soon to even for them to even be worried about that. In terms of, you know, we we split in custody within the quarantine. I'm like, well, wherever the kids were at the start of this, keep them there. So if somebody got mad and left, then they should just leave by themselves. I'm thinking more of people who have to swap off the kids on Wednesdays and Saturdays, you know? So the kid is with the mom, and then during the quarantine, they got to go to the dad and then and switch I, back and forth. I still think it's early because we're still in the quarantine. Like, China just got out. So now it's like... And even China, I read somewhere that they were closing the theaters again. They're probably going back into quarantine. So I just feel like since we're still in it, Keep the kids at the home base, whatever, wherever that was, like wherever they were most of the quarantine, keep them there for a few more months. And don't worry about the schedule just yet. Unfortunately, the family courts haven't really caught up. They're closed. So whatever the standing order was before the quarantine is the standing order now, unless one parent is the bigger person and says, no, just stay with your father or stay with your mother. Otherwise, right. I, it's the standing yeah. order. I think I think they should still... Especially if you're not, if you, like, let's say they was already splitting time, they should just continue to split time because they was already around both parents. They need a break, especially if they in the house all day. The parents be needing them breaks more than ever now if they in the house all day. But I think, I think like, like, like money, this quarantine is just going to enhance whatever issues you was having already. So like, if you hated each other and you was petty co-parents before the quarantine, that's what you're going to be now. If you was in a bad relationship before the quarantine, it's just gonna, everything that was good or bad is just going to be enhanced because you're stuck together. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure the parents who were co-parenting just fine will be just fine. And the ones who petty and, you know, hey, you know, doing all that, they they going to be doing the same thing. It's just going to be more intense and the kids is probably going to be around to see it even more. But that, that's I don't think it's a I don't think the quarantine should be changing our lives that much. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like our routines are a little shook, but I mean, 
Like, I'm looking at my neighborhood right now. People still went to work today. The cars, it ain't as many cars as it was on the weekend. Are you still going to work? You just, your nightlife might have changed. Your uh, activities as far as your leisure activities. But just your standard schedule should still be pretty much the same. So the quarantine, people be like, what do I do now that quarantine has changed such and such? It hasn't changed that much as far as the bulk of your, your regular routine. So whatever stuff you had going on, it, you still going to have that. I don't know. I think it changed the bulk. It depends on the setup because now that the kids are out of school, that changed people's setup big time, especially if the parents still are working. And so now, you know, the child care is not available. So I, I just think it depends on the particular people on, on the on the big changes. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's definitely an individual case. Like, obviously, yeah. nurses and doctors, their workload has changed tremendously. Mm-hmm. And even uh, like regular grocery store, you know, employees and all that. They just, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Can I get a deal? We need you in these streets, man. It's packed. And so, um, and then the kids are just... There's no school. No, the kids. So that's a huge shift. Summer, 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 summer break. With the kids being home, that's a huge shift on everything. And so, and you know, kids be getting on parents' nerves too. They be like, oh God, these kids. Because some kids are annoying. Yes. And we look at kids like in, in in the distance like, oh, kids. But sometimes, kids. Yeah, some of them kids. And to be with them all day, no breaks? Oh. They're supposed to be doing their schoolwork. I know a lot of them yeah. aren't, but they're supposed to be doing schoolwork right now. That's, they they are the doing the schoolwork. We've been doing ours, but I, I, I wrote a little uh <laughs> I wrote a little thing on Facebook saying how I wasn't the first week I wasn't doing nothing. And a lot of parents are like, Yeah, we ain't looked at them assignments at all. <laughs> Like we just we just part we having a good time. I'm 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 thinking people are probably getting back slowly to the schedules. They probably just enjoy like we off a week, yeah. Now they're like, all right, all right, all right, all right. let's get back to your, mm. your schedules, and we got to we got to start getting back to the regular. I think I honestly think that first, you know, like you said, we only ten days in. That first week, everybody's like, it's party time, right? We partying now. Even with us, we've been having him do his assignments. We've been, I mean, they've been going to bed earlier. I've been like, all right, let's let's get a routine down. You can't just be Free reign all day. Right. So yeah. Sierra been handling his work. He been like, all right, man, I got to get up in the morning so we can play, but I got to go to bed early. Sincere's always been good at, like, school stuff. So even now with the college thing, he's like, I got class. I got to get my homework done. I'll play for a little bit. I was like, that's what's up, man. You know what I'm saying? You got some good parents. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, man. That's a, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, so he's definitely been mindful of his school workload. Even like, look, I want to get, you know, uh, I want to stay on top of this. I'm like, all right, respect. I think some kids are just wired like that. Because even when I watch Keelan, he wants to do stuff. Like, so we'll do his, his teacher give him like one assignment a day or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we'll do that. But after we done, he still want to do something like, hey, I want to I want to practice writing my name. I want to write yeah. my name. So he's always asking for pen and paper or like we have this uh this alphabet set where you, you line up a letter with the thing that goes with it. So like A and Apple, whatever. So mm-hmm. yesterday we just happened to look and see what he was doing. And he was arranging everything in order, like the alphabet in order because it was scramble. 
So mm-hmm. he wanted everything to be in order so you could say the whole alphabet from A to Z. And then he wanted to put the pieces there. So he'd just be working on his own stuff. Like, I just want to keep stay sharp. And he's always yeah. he's always doing, like, just stuff in between, you know, the cops and robbers and the basketball and the sports. He likes doing school stuff and, you know, just little projects from school. And I was like, all right, cool. So I ain't got to force him to do that kind of stuff. Like, he wants to do it. Right. He don't That's never dope. throw no fit when I'm like, all right, we got to do your project. He'd be like, no, he don't. it's none of that. He'd be like, okay, well, shapes, let's do let's it. Get it. He'd be, yeah. He'd be doing the bird, man. <laughs> he'd be, he'd be wanting work. it. I, I often wonder, like, man, if this would have happened when I was still in school, uh, how, I would I, how would I be doing? Like, you know, because I know seventh grade, Tony, Nintendo all day and night. But like, uh, you know, third grade, Tony, I might have been doing the school work. So I don't know how, like, how I would have been doing. But like in high school, Tony, I probably would have been goofing off, man. I'd have been trash. I remember my mom. My mom was the school one. My dad barely graduated, so school wasn't his thing. Mm. My mom was the straight A's, you know, that person. So she used to, she was the type of parent that I would do my assignment. She would actually look it over and then be like, do it again. Yeah. Like that kind of parent. And I'd just be in my room looking around like that. Like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> do it again. Like, she, I remember I wrote a paper and she had me do the whole paper over. It was only a two page paper, but in mm. seventh grade, two pages. That's, yeah. That's an eternity. And I remember I redid the paper and uh, I got an A on the assignment. Uh-huh. The teacher was like, good job. I was like, yeah, my mom made me do it over. He was like, good for her. And I wanted yep. to punch him in the face. Like, I was so mad. At him for agreeing, like, yeah, that's what she's supposed to do. I was like, shut the hell up, Mr. Weber. I'll never forget, Mr. Weber. You would have got a C, man. You oh, I definitely got a C plus. Definitely would have got a C plus. <laughs> Bombs came through in the clutch, man. Do she it was, again. She was always making me do stuff over. This ain't good enough. Write better. And you know, ain't no typewriter, you know, computer. We was handwriting everything. Oh, yeah, too. the handwriting. So the do over on the handwriting, that was torture. Yeah. Like these kids yeah. now, if you say do it over, okay, I just. You know, but the, to handwrite a whole paper again? Yeah. That was that was abuse. I used to want to call people on her. Like, this is just can't be right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm getting pissed all over again thinking about writing that one science paper, two pages by hand. You got a name. And then by the end of the paper, you know, the handwriting start getting crooked. Like, start uh-huh. going down because you're tired. <laughs> start getting real sloppy. She was like, you can tell right here you stopped caring. I was like, I'm tired, Mom. My hand hurts. It's, it's 8 o'clock. I haven't watched any shows. I'm hungry. I'm That's delirious. dope. She, she read every piece of it. I uh, see right here there was a shift in information. Yeah, I'm like, come on. What do you expect? You, you was phoning it in right here in this sentence. And it I'm was worse it. because my brothers didn't have nothing to do. Like, they was done with their work. So they was playing. I could hear the plan. And I'm like, I don't, come on. Uh, TV in my room that I can't turn on? I was like, this is ridiculous. It was all worth it. Or a stupid egg. I don't even know what that paper was about either. I think it was a solar system or something. Stupid. You got it, man. Stupid. LAUSD's off for the rest of the year. I'm worried a lot of these kids are going to fall behind. Seriously fall behind in their schoolwork for next year. Oh, what I've heard is they just passing everybody. But that doesn't mean they learn the information. If you're in the seventh yeah. grade, you didn't learn the information. There's definitely you a lot of people going to fall behind. Oh, it's going to be fall behind city. Definitely. Because they're not doing the work at home. I mean, they can do it. They're going to do it. Because you still got to... The way the Duolingo, I mean the Duolingo, that's that's the app we've learned the language on. The class dojo thing, it. I did too, I gotta get back on. Class dojo thing, the teachers, everybody's on this 
site and then the teacher sent out the assignments, but you got to send it to the teacher. So you still got to do your work. Mm. Uh, it's really, basically the kids that are going to fall off are the kids who probably was going to fall off anyway because the parents is trash. It's just, it's like enhanced now because they don't even have that teacher to be like, right. stay out the class, I'll help you with the work or whatever. Like So basically the kids who had disinterested parents or whatever, they going to fall off way, way behind. Mm-hmm. Because there's nobody there to be like, hey, we need to do this. We need to be honest. Ain't nobody there making them rewrite papers. Right. So it's going to be so, even worse. The rich kids or the kids from academic backgrounds are going to keep getting higher and higher. And the kids that are working class, your parents still got to go to the grocery store. They're going to keep getting lower and lower. I mean, I don't think I don't think it's that necessarily about your class. It's just about parent involvement. It's a lot of poor parents that are very active and mm-hmm. very involved in their kids' lives. I just think it's it's individual parents. The ones who who are just trash, the kids are just gonna be trash. That's just that's not always a, a, true. That's not always true. Class just because a parent, well, it's class is because right of now, it. like, like right now, unless you have like, unless every kid is like sincere, where they monitor themselves, which every kid ain't like that. Somebody needs to be there to be like, hey, just a quick, you know, reminder, like, hey, remember we gotta do this. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. But if if you ain't got that parent to at least do that. And the kids ain't doing no work. They're gonna find hell of a. They're gonna fall hell of behind. Uh, fall hell of behind because it's like no. If they can't monitor themselves, and ain't nobody there to monitor them. Um. Okay. So I was reading in CNN that the actual mortality rate from this is actually between zero point six six percent and one point three eight percent, which is about half what they were saying it was before. Hmm. I I don't even know like. When they start putting out the numbers and I'm just kind of like, just stay, I don't, I don't believe none of it. I don't trust, like, obviously it's a real thing. I'm I'm like, just everybody just stay in the house and chill the hell out. And like, cause like some people like, it ain't that deep. And some people like, it is that deep. And then you got nurses going online, like no people really dying. So it's like, but as far as the exact numbers, cause everybody wants to put the numbers up against the flu and whatever, whatever, whatever. And over the last, it's like, you don't know because they're not testing everybody. You don't know how many real cases there are. You don't know how many people have actually died from that and how many people, because they just say somebody has died from coronavirus, right? But they don't say which ones also had pneumonia on top of that and which ones were a health risk before that went. So none of these numbers, they're just numbers. So it's like, you don't know. And and, and really, what are they for other than people arguing? You know, it's, it's fake. It's false. It's like, why? since we don't know, just stay your ass in the house and try to be healthy and clean. Right, we know it's something going on. Yeah, it's something. Stay so, in the house. Stay in the house and, and wash your hands and, and be sanitary. It's yeah, something, I think obviously. The reason why they're saying that and that low number is because a lot of people think maybe the government overreacted. And if we're in the house for two months, there's no more restaurant industry. There's no more a lot of industries. And a lot of businesses are just going to go under because of this. We're fortunate, but a lot of people are unemployed. They're not going to get employed yeah. anytime soon. Because there's no places that are going to be hiring. The markets are going to crash. Which, I mean, it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not yeah. saying one thing is better than the other. But these are the things we have to take into account when we completely shut down a country for two months. Yeah, I don't think they overreacted. I think they didn't react when they were supposed to. And now they're scrambling, paying ketchup because they're idiots. How you get in the office and fire the, all the people who are responsible for stuff like this? That's just dumb. So now you're scrambling and you knew about it and didn't do nothing. So like the reaction is, uh, 
is because you dropped the ball. It's like when you getting up, you know, when you take when you wake up on time and you take your time getting ready versus when you wake up and you're like, oh shit, I gotta be to work in 15 minutes. You you all over the place. That's what happened. We we hit the snooze hella times and now you gotta be to work in five minutes. And yeah. we not we you're not ready. Well, the quarantine would be the quarantine regardless if it ha- started a week ago or now, because this is most countries are quarantining. It's the same. Yeah. You know, safer at home, which is going on in many countries. I think Belarus is one where they've decided to not at all quarantine and just hope for the best and doesn't seem to be hitting Belarus very hard. But uh, their the president. What the hell is that? I've never even heard nah, of that. Nah, I've never heard of it either. <laughs> it's above Ukraine. <laughs> it's in the Eastern Bloc. A lot of Eastern Bloc people, uh, countries. The president of Belarus told people to play hockey. Go to the sauna and drink vodka, and they'll be fine. <laughs> Never heard know. of this place. Uh, Belarus, yeah, they have a lot of good gymnasts. They got hit real bad in World War II. They're they're a tough little Soviet bloc country. They have just said the president is just like, just drink some vodka. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. The hope for the best. All right. What do you think uh, the punishment should be for violating quarantine? I think you should just get hit with a stick and take your <laughs> ass in the house. Yo, them stick videos be having me dying. Take your ass in the house, man. Um, stick videos hilarious. It depends on. I think I think people that were still trying to party on the beach and do parties, they should get beat with sticks. But if you just like walking somewhere or going to the store, no. But like. If you still trying to socially be outside, hanging out, get your ass in the house. I don't even understand the... I guess I'm not a person who needs to be defiant just to be defiant. There's a lot of people like that. It's just, I don't care about being in the house, but because you told me to be in the house, now I don't want to be in the house. Like, how how was everybody okay? I'm an introvert. I don't even like people. That, That was everybody before they said stay in the house. Mm-hmm. Now that you got to stay in the house, you can't tell me what to do. Like, right. it's way more you it's can't tell that. me what to do. Yeah, than than actually, you know, you want to be outside. You don't want to be outside. You don't care like that. You don't. How, what was y'all really doing before the court? You was just in. You was at parties on the beach like that. No, you wasn't. You wasn't. Was you just want to do it because they told you not to. People love that, to be defiant. They like, love. I'm gonna just you know do the opposite just because. Just cause it's just just cause I don't want somebody telling me what I can and can't do, and it's like I'm a grown I'm a grown ass man. It's like meanwhile, but everybody, but somebody tells you what to do every day of your life. You got a boss at your job, you got a spouse maybe, or some somebody telling you what to do at this one point their, or another in your life. This is their last vestige of, of defiance. Like well, I gotta do this and that. I hate my job. I'm gonna go to the beach, and then. I like I like to pull up on people with sticks at the party. <laughs> Take your ass in the house. <laughs> the sticks are so funny. What made me laugh at the stick videos too was like you could tell it hurt, but not enough. Like they was hitting people in the box, they kind of was just like, eh. yeah, they was taking the hits because it's annoying. But right, <laughs> I'm not hurt. <laughs> right. That dude that was getting hit with the stick, but he was struggling to get his scooter going. <laughs> he, was like, he was trying to get the buttons. He was like, ah, nah, I'm nah. trying. I'm trying. 
<laughs> I want to know what all them people was doing though. Were they just out? And why were they all on, on bikes? Why were they all on dirt bikes? <laughs> Take your ass in the house. That's more popular of a form of transportation over there. They have a lot more motorcycles, bikes. Uh, they have like um, rickshaws too. Yeah, but I wanted to know. I, I like guess I that. wanted to know, like, was they just out, like, smoking a cigarette? Were they going somewhere, or like, what was their reason for being out? A lot of places in India, when you're in, you're around way more people than you think, because those you have a lot of people living in one room. You know, I knew a guy that lived with like twelve members of his family in like one shack. So if someone got sick, everyone's getting sick. It's not like here we yeah. have like a bedroom, living room, all this other stuff. Like y'all are mm. on each other. And we're doing the quarantine where you can still go for a walk, but place some places are like, oh, you can't go for a walk. You can't go for a jog. Yeah. You're in the house. And then some places, some places got curfew. We ain't got no curfew. But I heard some places got had a curfew. Like, you cannot be outside. That's extreme. It's but extreme. I, yeah, because I had to go pick up my cousin from the airport. And I was like, I like she, got, she took a red eye. So it was like after midnight. And people were still out. They, I mean, the streets was dry, but it wasn't like you getting arrested if you out or anything like mm-hmm. that. It was just like, mm-hmm. you got something to do, you know, go do it. But some people, I guess, I heard like in Chicago, they said you could be out after six, I think it was. <laughs> that but mayor in Chicago ain't playing. The violence has gone down in Chicago. People in the house. The silver lining, man. It's, it's a lot of silver linings in this. It's so many silver linings. Like you, you exclude the deaths. It's a lot of silver lining. Oh man, exclude the deaths and the unemployment and all that. But the the family togetherness, the environment is like, oh thank God. The environment is getting a huge, huge break. Mm-hmm. Like yes, gas prices is going down because people ain't driving. <laughs> are, are they going down? Yeah, they in the twos around my house. It ain't been in the twos in a minute. I filled up my car uh, the day before yesterday. I, I still feel like it was the same, but I went to Chevron though. Ugh, Chevron be like, take these cocaine. Chevron be God, pricey. Damn, gas should now, be mine, way cheaper than it is. It's like it twenty dollars a barrel right now. But mine, by my house, it was three thirty-five, and now it's down to two eighty-five. Way cheaper than that. Mm. So, but uh. it's still it's still dropping. So I'm like, and I had to Ooh. fill up since this thing since I've been off the ship. We have not gotten gas. I got off the ship what almost two weeks ago. Man, dog, we ain't got gas. The low gas prices is porn to me, man. That is pure porn. Like, yeah. What's what's wild about it though is like. We should not be celebrating 285. I remember when it got, oh. I remember when gas went to 135. I was like, this is outrageous. 135 was insane. I remember when it was 97 cents a gallon. I filled up my car. It, it came out to like $7 and something cent for the fill up. I was like, let me tell you something, man. I rented a Prius when I was in Arlington, Texas. Yeah, I was driving the hell out of that Prius. Um, it barely did a, a dent in the gas tank. And then when I did put gas in it, I filled it up for under $10. I was like, "Yeah, I'm getting the Prius. Oh, we tried to get one. We just, our credit, when we first went in, the reason why we had the fit is because our credit wasn't good enough to get the Prius. Mm. But we went for that Prius because Prius is, man. When they first came out, everybody was roasting them and everything, but now everybody want one. They ugly as hell, but man, that gas. 
That gas is insane. Whoo! Man, I heard though, once they, once they break down, though, it, it's super pricey. Because it's all electric? Yeah, but man, listen. Like having a laptop on wheels? Man. But then, yeah, the gas right now, I'm just watching it because I drive by. Because the only place I've been is to the store. So I'm mm -hmm. not driving anywhere. So I'll just drive by and look at it. I see it. I'm, I'm just waiting for it to drop like low stocks. And then Man. I'm going to get in when it's low, fill up one time and be good for the month. Mm -hmm. I mean, but I'm just watching it. I'm like, yeah, get get down there. I be rubbing myself watching the prices go down. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's pouring, man. It. My pants it. be off. I'll be like, Whoo. yeah. How much is that gas? Two eighty five. But I, I should. We should be. I'm mad at myself for being happy at two eighty five. Like I, said, I remember. I remember when it hit two dollars and everybody flipped out. I'm not paying for gas if it go over this two dollars. Man, if I seen two dollars right now, I would lick. I would lick somebody in the face. Why they coughing if I see two dollars right now? The cold part is we gonna pay whatever price they of give course. us. You gonna pay whatever price we put up here. It could be nine eighty seven a gallon. We're gonna be like, man. No, I remember, right remember when it went up to uh remember when LA got up to like five dollars? Mm -hmm. People did stop that. It was like, I'm not driving. Like I remember we was taking the bus. We was like, I was like, I'm not doing that. I was, I was still like, I refused. I mean, I, I remember I saw a lot of people, like, they started carpooling more. They started, like, we not paying. The five is insane. Man. Like, I, I would not leave the house unless I absolutely have to when it was $5. I was like, I'm not doing this. It was like quarantine without the quarantine. It was. Five, I was just thinking dollars, about that. Five dollars like, to keep nah. you at home. Like, nah, yeah, I was gas. ridiculous. Or people were getting shaved because they walking more. Yep. I was walking everywhere. Mm-hmm. If it like if it was in within like a two mile radius, like, even though walking that is like an hour, I was like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. I'll That's take a good that workout. Walk. That's a good walk. People be hating on walks, like it's. But if you walk, when you really walking, you zone out. You don't even realize. Nah, you didn't walk that far. Like people look at destinations and then be like, ah, it's so far. Even when we driving places, people be like, ah, it's so far. But when you in your zone, it's really mm -hmm. not. Right. You just like you know I do. I do the bell. Well, I don't do it as much now. But when I used to do L.A. to the Bay all the time, people like it's a far journey. But like when you do it enough, and when you just zone out, I look up mm -hmm. and go, "Oh, I'm here. I'm here." Yeah. You put on a couple albums. That's it. That drive over. Like when I went to uh, San Francisco to get Sincere out of the dorms, the drive up there didn't seem that bad. I was like, "Oh, all right, we breezing through this." The drive back though, I got tired. Yeah. Well, you like, did a turnaround. Right. Yeah, it was the quick turnaround. So yeah. <laughs> that sleep. Once that sleep kick in, time slows down, blah, yeah. I got 18 hours left, y'all. I had to pull over and Sabrina drove the rest of the way, but. At least you pull over now. Oh, yeah. Y'all don't know. Tony, Tony used to put our lives on the line. Man, you you just talking from Keenan's story. I ain't falling asleep <laughs> with you. I was in the car with you. We was coming back from uh, one of them improvs, like Ontario to Far One. That was one time. <laughs> Life was still on the line. That was one that was time. Still thing. And the trip we took to the bay, you you did fall asleep at the wheel. You told me up top you was tired. You I told you. To. I was like, I don't want to leave at night. I got to leave tonight. All right, I'm going to be asleep. He was asleep before I hit the freeway, y'all. Mm -hmm. He passed out. Because I was already tired before we even left. I was like, you want to leave tonight? Uh, I'm going to be asleep. I forgot why I had to get there the night before. Yeah, it was something because the plan was to leave the next day. Yeah, like, tonight. I, had, I changed it. I had to leave that night. 
And I was like, I'll drive. Tony was like, all right, I ain't going to be. We was, we was still text. He was like, I ain't going to. Uh-huh. I was like, I'm going to be useless. I'm going to be laundry over here. That night drive. Woo. Ah. Woo. We got any questions, man? We sure do. Ricky asks, Tony, have you seen a healer, a psychic, or a mediator, an herbalist, or a card reader for any of your dizzy spells? Nah. <laughs> nah, just straight up. <laughs> I never even <laughs> thought about that. <laughs> never, never even considered all of that. Um, nah. Nah. It was like I, I wanted the the medical science to <laughs> to get me through this. I will say this though, man. I really I really do think it's salt related because the the last the last bad one I had was like February twenty fifth. I can't I can't remember what I was eating, but I, I know I was eating like peanuts again. And like I remember I had a bag of salt and vinegar uh, peanuts. After I ate that bag, I started feeling a little bit woozy. And I was like, hmm. And then this girl, this girl was hit. She was trying to get my attention tough in the DMs. And so another girl came through. Yo, it's this girl is trying to tell you that she gets dizzy spells from MSG. And I was like, oh. And so then I started talking to the girl. And then she was saying how MSG was making her like mad dizzy and like, uh, cause she would eat a lot of like, uh, Thai food and like stuff like that. And mm. they put a lot of MSG in there. And I was like, Hmm. Cause I was eating like, you know, I would get like pad Thai all the time. And like, you know, every time I go to the movies, I would get popcorn. Pad so, thai. I can't even, I'll pass out for pad Thai. I can't even mad at you. Pad Thai oh. is, a, is a great time. Mm. And so I was just like, and then I was thinking about the, the time I had the real bad dizzy spell in Toledo, Ohio, I went to the movies that day, had a big big bag of popcorn, and then when I went to get sushi, I had a real bad spell. So I was like, man, I think it might be the salt. Because hmm. you know the wasabi I was making, I mixed the wasabi with the soy sauce, and I, I blend that. That's yeah, so that's the city, so it's yeah. like, it's got to be the salt. So I was Is you cut salt out? Are you reduced your salt a lot now? I reduced it. I was already reducing it because when I went to that doctor, he was just like, your sodium is too high. And I was like, oh, all right. And so I cut back tremendously. And then I kind of started creeping back into the <laughs> Creeping back into like like those peanuts I had and like, you know, the movie theater popcorn I had a couple times. But uh, yeah. I respect anybody who can be disciplined all the time. Man. Cause I'm a person like you know I talk a lot of shit when it comes to food in general. I'm like you just gotta eat right. You gotta be this. I can shut it down when I need to, but I always mm -hmm. do the creep back. Mm -hmm. Like this food week, is good. It's man. just so good. Like the last two the last two days, I had two waffles for breakfast, eight cookies at night. I was just like, what am I doing? So now yeah. this is the rest of the week. I'm shutting it down. I'm like, all right, time to shut it down again. But I mm -hmm. definitely I understand the creep back. I just don't yeah. get passes on when you stay in the creep. I understand you might fall off the whack. Right. But when you stay there, you I'm like, nah, that's when I you gotta have enough to get back on. Man. But yeah, but to answer that question, Ricky, no, nah, I haven't thought about the psychics and the and the card reading and all of that. <laughs> 
Okay, we have a question from Marlo TV asks, if you were raised by your mother but carry more of your father's traits, how do you make your parents both happy? Mm. I think this has to do with parents who are split up and so the mother has to raise a miniature version oh, of her yeah. ex. I get it. Uh, I, I'm just like my mom, so I can't relate. And, you know, I never met my biological dad face to face, so I couldn't even tell you. But I know I'm just like Sandy Baker in a lot of ways. And so, you know, she's dealing with a, a mini her uh, growing up. So I can't really relate to that. But I can see how it can be frustrating, especially if, you know, the mom's like, I can't stand your father. And then she got to deal with the mini father all day and night, every day. Oh, that's why. Okay, I didn't get the question. It was asking on the parent, from the parent's perspective. It was, I think it's asking from the child's perspective, how do you make them both happy? But it's, you can't change who you yeah, are. Yeah, the kid can't do nothing. So I, that's why right. I, I was like, what? From the parents' perspective, I get that question. From the kids, I'm just like, what do you mean? How you make your parents happy? You just live your life. Like, I don't, I don't know. You got to be you. I mean, yeah. if you if you know, if you're a kid and you know you're just like your father and you know your mom can't stand your father, I would tone down some of those attributes around moms. Just be like, all right, let me keep her calm, you know, or chill. Let me ease up on this particular trait that I do. But you'd have to be at a certain maturity level to even do that. Ain't no right. seven-year-old doing that. Ain't no 10-year-old, nine-year-old doing that. Right. So, yeah, I guess I'm a little confused on what perspective we were coming from with that question. Because uh, you can't control who you are. Like, yeah. as far as if you look just like your dad, you just look just like him. Like, that's just what it is. Your mom oh, with the visual, yeah, you ain't got nothing yeah. for the visual. And if you act like him, you know, as a kid, you, you just got to eat that. And I'm sure a lot of kids are not the favorite of their parents just because they are half of a person that they their mom doesn't like. There's nothing yeah. they can do about it. Same way with the father, you know, it's, they don't like the baby's mother and now they take it out on the kid and that's not anybody's fault. Except for you for choosing that person to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> I stand behind it. People get mad at that. I'd be like, hey, you chose well, people change. Hey. People do change, though. They do. People, but hey. people flip the script. People show you one one version of themselves, and then they reveal it later. And you're like, I, you ain't who I... But by that time, y'all got a kid already, so it's like... Well, isn't that a lot to do with you assuming that person was a certain way, and you didn't get to know them? So yeah, you, said, you didn't vet them. Well. Like, I nah, it's, on you. it's not always an assumption. People really do only show you a certain side of them for a long time. And then it's not an assumption. It's, it's like, you know, you you they may act a certain way around you all the time. And then when you see the real them, it's like, oh, man, you, you've been fronting this whole time because people front. Yeah, but I, I firmly believe in red flags, though. It was something oh, there. Oh, the red flags, yeah. Red it was something there that up. you saw that you ignored. Mm -hmm. I, I believe people do change. And people are hitting stuff and they reveal. But over time, you've been some... First of all, you're having kids too fast. Because if you really oh, get in time to know somebody, that should take a while. And mm -hmm. then the red flags and everything will come out. You didn't right. You didn't get to know them well enough. I, I've, I've rarely heard a story where it was like, yeah, we was together for eight for eight years, had a kid, then he changed. Nah. <laughs> right. that, no. That doesn't know. You, got, you had that baby too fast. 
Right. And you didn't get to know them. And then people be having babies mad fast. Hella fast. They or don't even know, they don't even know the other person. That's why people getting divorced during this quarantine. You didn't you don't know that person? So I, I believe it's it's always uh it's always a reason. Like I do I be trying to give people the benefit of the doubt on some stuff, but it's always something that lets you know it I believe in pointing the finger at myself. 99% of the time. Mm-hmm. So in, in, in these cases, it was something to let you know, you're, nah, that, that wasn't a good decision for you. And right. you did it anyway. Or you rushed into it or whatever. So, you know. People be rushing in. People be, be rushing. rushing. Like, people used to call me weird for taking my time with dating. Like, Cotty was my first uh, real girlfriend. Yeah. And then that's who I married. But they'd be like, how long you got to get to know somebody before you date them? A while. <laughs> A long time. This person been they, they sales for 28 years and I'm supposed to know who they are in seven months? No. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't make that doesn't make any kind of sense. I want time to know who you are before I'm gonna invest myself into you and you invest yourself into me. I, I'm taking my sweet time. I respect it. I'm not people always want to rush, especially like when it comes what are we? We are figuring each other out. That's what we are. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here? Learning each other. That's what we're doing. <laughs> I'm not being pressured into that Russian stuff. Hell no. Nah. But hey, live your That's life with your baby mamas and daddies, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what do I know? Well, um, do you guys have anything else you want to add? No, that's enough. No, I think we've uh we've rambled on long enough. <laughs> uh, nah. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Daddy Issues. Remember, if you got questions for us, ask us in the comments section. On the YouTube, we will tackle them on the show. Uh, I will not be coming anywhere. In the... <laughs> <laughs> so you can just you can just catch me, Tony Baker Comedy on my website, Tony Baker Comedy on social media. Uh, so I'll still be pumping out the content. And you can buy my merch uh, anytime you choose. Uh, yeah. Kim? Same. Social media, merch, cash app. <laughs> we we ain't going nowhere. Like, we just the second week in a row we just said this by like week four. I'm like, I ain't got no show, but I'm fine. <laughs> like that kid in the interview. <laughs> yeah, <social> I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no shows until May, it looks like. So, hey, social media is where you can find me live in people's lives and you know, that's it. Yeah, y'all. All right, y'all. Y'all be safe. Hang in there. We're going to get through this, y'all. All right, y'all.